Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of A Brit Difficult. It's been a little while, I took a little break from making episodes, but I'm back uh, with a really interesting episode today, um, hopefully. Um, I have been promising for a while that I would do a brief overview of the sort of political structure in, in the UK and I think there's some important points to make there about current events and uh, relations between the countries that are in the UK and that kind of thing. So it's going to be really basic I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I want to give some simple information um, about the general way that the country is run and some of the things that have influenced that. Um, At the end of the episode, I'll ask a few questions, like as comprehension, to see if you've understood what's in the episode, so stick around till the end for that. I will also provide the answers too. So, as I said... We're going to talk about politics. Um, it's not going to be super detailed and hopefully it's not going to be too boring. Um, but let's get into it. So to start with, I wanted to explain just how the country is structured um, in terms of politics. So actually, let's start with the structure of the, the country. <laughs> I think when people think about the United Kingdom or Great Britain, they think of it as one country. We are in fact four countries combined, which is England, Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland. It's really important that you understand that Ireland or the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland are two different places. The Republic of Ireland is its own country, whereas Northern Ireland is part of the UK, part of the United Kingdom and therefore Um, is influenced by its government and choices that are made in the United Kingdom. So that's one really important point to get out of the way, first of all. So the UK has a leader called the Prime Minister. That is currently Boris Johnson, but will change, that person will change in autumn this year as he has resigned. If you've been watching the news or following politics at all in the UK, I'm sure you know all about that and why he has resigned, Um, but we don't know who the new leader will be yet. That is yet to be decided. And I'll talk a little bit about that later, uh, about how that decision will be made. Um, You probably already know that we have a royal family in the UK as well. So we have a queen um, and a number of like princes and princesses, etc. The royal family don't really have... um, political power necessarily. They are involved in some decision making but they don't have um, as much decision making power as royal families used to have. Um, A lot of the main decisions that are made these days are made by the government and the royal family or the queen in particular um, may have to approve some of those decisions um, but it's 
very unlikely, and I can't think of an instance where she has disagreed with something that the government have brought to her. So, um, yeah, the royal family is kind of... They're just kind of still around. <laughs> they don't really do a great deal. Um, but I know that people are interested in them. So if you want to learn more about that, by all means do so. But if you're just thinking about the politics of the UK, um, the royal family are not very involved in that process. Below the Prime Minister, we have the Cabinet, which is a group of ministers. These people are in charge of various different responsibilities. Um, they're usually called the Secretary of State of something or other. Um, so they might be in charge of something like education or health or something very broad like that. Um, so that's the cabinet, which is underneath the prime minister. We then also have two um, groups of people known as houses. And this might be something you've come across if you do watch the news or you watch the live um, videos that you can watch from um, the the UK government, basically, when you see debates and things like that. So there is the House of Commons and there is the House of Lords. And the House of Commons is the larger group. Uh, it's something like 650 ministers um, uh, or members of parliament, sometimes known as MPs, um, make up that group. And it's their job to make laws and debate any proposals. So if a law is suggested or uh, when there's petitions by the public, for example, if they reach a certain amount of um, signatures, that proposal will go to the House of Commons and be discussed and debated. And the House of Commons will do things like make laws and then they get passed to the House of Lords. The House of Lords are there to check laws and suggest any changes that they think should be made. A big difference between the House of Commons and the House of Lords is the House of Commons is elected by the public. Um, so every five years we have a general election. Um, so this will affect which party are in power and who's going to lead the country as a result of that. Um, it also affects the people who are leading locally in your area. So we have the government and the parliament in London, but in every part of the country, you will have leaders more local to the area. So for example, here in Manchester, we have a mayor um, and we have MPs who are in charge of making decisions in Manchester, for example. Um, and that's the same for other parts of the country. So that's who makes up the House of Commons. The House of Lords um, is not elected. These people have usually either inherited the position or been appointed by the Queen or something like that. So um, there is a very big difference between the way that the members of those groups get chosen. So just to just quickly recap, you've got the monarchy or the royal family. So just to quickly recap, we've got the monarchy or the royal family which is the Queen. Um, they don't have a great deal of political power necessarily, but are involved in some decisions. Um, we're led by a Prime Minister. He has a cabinet underneath him of ministers. 
and then we have the House of Commons and we have the House of Lords. Okay. So just a quick run through of who is currently in power and then I wanted to go through a little bit about the political parties as well. So currently the UK um, and England and is led by Boris Johnson but as I said that is going to change in the autumn. Boris Johnson is the head of the Conservative Party. The Conservative Party are currently in charge of the UK in general. They have the majority of power in the UK currently. In Wales, Scotland and Ireland there are other leaders. So in Wales you have the First Minister um, which is currently um, Mark Drakeford. In Scotland you also have a First Minister which is currently Nicola Sturgeon. And then in the Republic of Ireland, so not Northern Ireland, who in fact do not have a separate leader um, they are just sort of led by uh, whatever London or England says. Just wanted to make a quick note here. I mentioned that Northern Ireland doesn't have a separate leader. Uh, it kind of does. They do have a first minister and a deputy first minister, but as of spring this year, they don't have a leader because one of them resigned, which made it so that the other person automatically resigned as well. So they don't currently have a leader, but usually they would. It's complicated, um, but look into it if you're interested in Northern Irish politics in particular. Uh, the Republic of Ireland has two leaders. They have a president, which is currently Michael Higgins, and there is also a prime minister, um, which is known as the, I believe it's pronounced Taoiseach. It's an Irish word, so forgive me if anybody Irish is listening. Um, and that is somebody called Michael Martin. So they have a different system to uh, the UK. So they have a president and also a prime minister. So I said that the Conservative Party is currently leading the UK. So the Conservatives are one of two major political parties in the UK. Um, usually whenever there is an election, it's either won by the Conservatives or the Labour Party. Those are the two main parties in the UK. In some of my previous episodes where I've talked about areas of the UK and introduced different areas, I've talked about the way that people vote and whether Labour or Conservative is more popular. So this should give a little bit of context to those episodes. The Conservatives are considered right-wing, so they have very... Uh, traditional ideas about things, um, they are usually working more for um, upper class people um, and aren't, aren't really seen as supporting working class people or everyday people. That is the image of the Conservatives um, or the Conservative Party in the UK. Um, and their colour is blue. The other party is the Labour Party, who their, their colour is red. And they uh, traditionally were more of a party supporting the working class, supporting things like trade unions. Um, but in recent times, the difference between the Conservative Party and the Labour Party ha has become less. Some people see these parties as being extremely similar um, and not really having much difference between whoever you vote for. But historically, different parts of the country have voted for different parties. So believe I've mentioned this before, but there has been a trend for um, 
regions in the south of England um, and some and certain parts of other other parts of the the UK have voted conservative, whereas the north, which is um, traditionally more industrial and affected by things like uh, working class issues and trade unions and strikes and things like that, um, they have traditionally voted Labour. So there is a pattern to the way that people usually vote, although we do see some changes. Some places have changed the way that they vote in the past couple of years with um, complicated issues like Brexit that have changed people's ideas um, and thoughts about things and people that they want to vote for. There is two other parties that are um, usually mentioned, um, but uh, have never been in power, to my knowledge anyway. One of those is the Liberal Democrats, who are represented by the colour yellow. Um, The Liberal Democrats uh, sell themselves as being a left-wing party, They are uh, pro-staying in the EU, so they were against Brexit, for example. Um, The Liberal Democrats, I believe, in my opinion, had a a much better image probably about 15 years ago or so. Um, But I remember when I was coming to the age when I could vote for the first time, so when I was around 16, um, the Liberal Democrats decided to... um, form what's called a coalition with the Conservative Party. So a coalition is when you share power. Um, So you join forces to create a bigger party, to create a bigger presence in the parliament so that you can win the vote. So if the vote is tied, if there is no clear winner from a vote, you can do something called a coalition where two parties join together and agree to kind of... um, take the win together. And that was seen as a bit of a betrayal by the Liberal Democrats, and I believe they have never really recovered from from that incident. We also have the Green Party, who focus extremely heavily on climate change, environmental issues, definitely have more left-wing politics, but never really gain um, a huge amount of votes or um, power in the Parliament, unfortunately. Um, people just never seem ready to um, give their vote to the Green Party. Um, The members of Parliament representing that party have increased over the years, but they still don't have anywhere near the number of uh, parties like the Conservatives or Labour. A few other parties to mention. um, So we have the Scottish National Party, usually known as SNP, which is the current ruling party in Scotland, led by Nicola Sturgeon. They are represented in um, Parliament um, and because they are the ruling party in Scotland, they're probably the most well-known outside of Scotland. Um, Certainly those of us in England don't know a great deal about Scottish politics, generally speaking, Um, but they are definitely the party that most people know because they are in power. In Wales, you have um, Plaid Cymru and... um, that again, that's the, the name that most people know. Listening back to this, I realised I forgot to mention Welsh Labour, who are the party currently in power in Wales, but I think outside of Wales, not very well known unless you know politics. Um, but yeah, Welsh Labour are the current party in power in Wales. 
And then in Ireland, um, there's a variety of parties, but definitely the most well-known are the Democratic Unionist Party, Unionist Party, sorry, and Sinn Fein. What I would say is sometimes these names can be misleading. So, for example, the Democratic Unionist Party in Ireland sounds like it would be a left-wing liberal party, but they're actually a right-wing party. So. Um, don't just assume from the names that it's going to be liberal or left-wing or right-wing. Um, sometimes it's hard to tell just from the name. So these parties all have different ideas. Some of them agreed with Brexit. Some of them were against Brexit, for example. Um, the One of probably the most controversial and most talked about things in other parts of the UK beyond England at the moment is independence from the UK. So both Wales and Scotland um, would like to gain independence from the UK, or it's been mentioned um, in recent years, with Scotland having a much stronger opinion about leaving the United Kingdom. Uh, I think in Wales it's more a, uh, a mix of opinions, um, but Scotland has definitely made it known that they would like to be independent if possible. Uh, they actually had a referendum a few years ago. Uh, so a referendum is when the public all vote on what they think the country should do. So this is how we decided Brexit, for example. And the results were very similar to the Brexit uh, results in that it was kind of 50-50, but um, the people who said no were slightly less, uh, slightly more, sorry, so then in the end, independence didn't go ahead, um, but Scotland would like to submit another referendum if possible. And the government of the UK, the government in England, would not would do not want that to happen. So that is something that is a current topic that you could maybe talk to people about if, if you uh, are brave and um, don't mind controversial topics. Um, but that's something that has become a, uh, a real worry for the the UK government about um, Scotland potentially leaving the United Kingdom and becoming an independent country the same way that the Republic of Ireland has done. So that is a really, really brief overview of politics in the UK, uh, who the main players are, how the government works. So here are just a few questions to check if you understood um, the things that I gave you. So I'm going to give you four questions and I'm going to give you uh, about 20 seconds to answer. Um, well, I'll make it 10 seconds, <laughs> but in a podcast time can maybe feel a bit long. Oh, you can always pause the track um, if you do need more time to think though. So my first question is, who is the current Prime Minister of the UK and will continue to be until autumn of 2022? Are you ready for the answer? If you heard correctly, then your answer should have been Boris Johnson. Well done if you got that correct. The second question is, there are two houses that make up uh, the UK government. What are those two houses? I'm going to give you 10 seconds again.
The answer is the House of Commons and the House of Lords. So, well done if you got that correct. Question number three. How often do we hold a general election in the UK to decide the ruling party of the UK? Again, 10 seconds to answer. Here comes the answer. Uh, the general election is held every five years. Every five years, so congratulations if you got that one correct. The last question is, there are four countries in the UK, England, Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland. Which of these countries held a referendum for independence? 10 seconds to answer. Are you ready for the answer? The answer is Scotland. Scotland held a referendum for independence. And I'm going to give you a last bonus question. Who are the main two political parties in the UK who usually end up in the role for leadership, so becoming prime minister? Which political parties are usually voted in to lead the country? 10 seconds to answer. Here's your final answer. If you said the Conservative Party and the Labour Party, you are correct. Well done. So that's everything for this episode. Um, This is maybe a little bit longer than my usual episodes, but I hope it was interesting and and really helpful for you to hear. Um, If you are interested in hearing more about politics in the UK, uh, anything in particular, please let me know. Um, As I said at the beginning, this is really basic stuff. Um, just to give you an idea of the structure of um, how things are in the UK um, and just to give you a bit of context to current um, topics and issues that people talk about or think about in the UK uh, and that might be affecting current politics. So thank you once again for listening. I'll be back soon. Um, I'm going to get back to my normal schedule and be releasing an episode every week. So I'll chat to you all very soon.